Alright, I'm Dom. I'm Ian. And you're listening to the podcast. Yeah, what's the podcast called? It's usually called Famous First Times, isn't it? That's right. Well, this is uh, an offshoot, special offshoot called... Famous Food Times. Famous Food Times. So it's PG, no sex in it. We're, we're no swearing. We're going to try not to swear. Are we going to... Are we going to be able to do that? Well, we have to because we, we've been listed as non-explicit, so I'll, I'll, bleep, I'll bleep it. I'll <laughs> All right, bleep okay. It if we, if we so, swear. just fucking bleep whatever I'm fucking saying now and shit. You know what I mean, you fucking twat hat. Right. So, fucking say what you got to say next then, dead. You fucking prick. <laughs> <laughs> so, why are we doing food now instead of... What we usually do. Well, you know, I'm a food writer. I'm a food journalist in Manchester. Oh, yeah, yeah. Ian so, Jones, food critic. I am a food... Yeah. Why are you saying it like that? I am. Oh, good. Yeah, well, I'm a food writer, so I thought, well, yeah. why not play to my strengths? What I know about it. All right, so we're we doing... I suppose, since I've played music, we've been doing... We've already done me, haven't we? Well, we're still doing musicians. That's like saying because we did, we did, we did shagging. Because <laughs> your top that shagging. was my thing. <laughs> now we're doing food, which is shagging. your thing. So I thought, yeah, let's do some some that all the family can enjoy. So your mums, your dads, little kids. Yeah, I've not I've not had anything to show my mum, and she keeps asking. So, <laughs> so yeah, we've got. So to... now I've got some. Anyway, food we can show. Yeah. So we're doing. And what the fuck is it? So this is going to be. What funny stories about people having the tea? Yeah, of like musicians and celebrities. What were they brought up eating? What were their early food experiences? Yeah, well, it's the same deal. We're looking at the autobiographies, and wherever they mention food, and it's interesting, talk about it. All right, okay. So I know you've read some autobiographies for the last lot. Have you got any of those guys that we've done before? We've got a few fan faves to come back, yeah. But this episode, this this first episode of this mini-series... Yeah. It's someone new who we've not done yet, but I've been wanting to do for a while. Great. Let's crack on! Okay, Ian, tell me whose famous food time we're doing. (laughs) Sounds real wank, doesn't it? Just fucking sellouts, don't we? (laughs) Just get on with it. We're doing Ozzy Osbourne. Fucking yes, mate. (laughs) Big fan of Ozzy, aren't you? Um, yeah, I like a couple of Black Sabbath tunes, yeah. Remember that time we spent weeks making that Iron Duck video? <laughs> oh, yeah. Iron Man with some quacks over it. It sounds shit. <laughs> it you're is. Making, you're making it sound shit. It is. That's why it's got, like, 100 views on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> we spent longer on that than anything else we've ever done. We've sp- then all of the podcasts... All the slang. This, uh, ...put together. So at least have a look at it. <laughs> There's a 10-hour version as well you can... Good way to kill a day. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, let's do Ozzy's famous food time. Right, okay, so first off, what what do you think Ozzy's dietary habits are like? Oh, um think he's got a refined palate? I think that he's probably at like a fucking scrubber back in the day. <laughs> yeah. I bet it was all, I don't know, I think 70s, before super noodles and all, like kind of... Stuff in it. I don't know what people ate in the seventies. I weren't around, but it'll be whatever the seventies version of super noodles are. But then I reckon in the eighties it was all fucking game and like you know massive 
Henry VIII type spreads. Banquets. Banquets, yeah. yeah. Pheasants and like hog roasts. Okay. What do you think his favourite food is? Sausage. Bangers and mash. Right. Okay. So if you had Aussie Ryan for tea, what would you cook for him? I'd do his favourite food, <laughs> which is definitely bangers and mash. <laughs> what would you cook him? If, if I was trying to open his mind, yeah, I'd cook him a lot of meat. Uh, he definitely likes meat. Chops. Yeah. chops, just a lot of chops. Bit of mash. mash. Chops and mash. Chops and mash. That's not a thing. <laughs> <laughs> but I know Aussie would like it, I'm pretty sure he'd All right. Chops that. and mash for, your, for Aussie, yeah. I'll, I'll be down with that. Alright, should we go into the story? Yeah. Alright, this is from I Am Aussie, which he wrote with Chris Ayers. And this book came out in 2010. And this is about his early life when he was a little kid. Okay, uh, Ozzy's voice. It's like brummy, a bit croaky. Shoot Sharon! <laughs> Sharon! Is that it like that? Yeah. Sharon! Oh, Sharon! I like the monkey! I like the monkey! Yeah, that's it. <laughs> it's not that life at 14 Lodge Road was bad, but he was hardly fucking domestic bliss either. My mother was now Julia Child for the start. Every Sunday she'd be sweating in the kitchen, making lunch. We'd all be dreading the final result. But you couldn't complain. One time I'm eating this cabbage and it tastes like soap. Jean sees this look on my face. She's... So she jabs me in the ribs and goes, don't say a word. But I'm sick to my guts and I don't want to die from fucking cabbage poisoning. No such thing as cabbage poisoning. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I'm just about to say something when my dad gets back from the pub. He hangs up his coat and he sits down in front of his dinner. He picks up his fork, he stabs it down into the cabbage and when he lifts it up to his mouth, there's a lump of tangled wire on the end of it. God bless my old mum, she's bought the brillow pad. We all ran to the bog and made ourselves throw up. Another time, my mum made some boiled egg sandwiches for packed lunch. I opened up the bread and there was a cigarette ash and bits of shell in it. Cheers, mum. So his, his mum was a shit cook. She, uh, yeah, yeah. How would you, how would you accidentally get a Brillo pad instead of, what was it meant to be? Cabbage? Cabbage, boiling pan of cabbage. You don't. Well, how the fuck can you get them mixed up? <laughs> Cabbage and, like, fucking wire metal. <laughs> what a dickhead. I mean, what a numpty. But you wouldn't need to throw up. You, they haven't ate any, had they? I mean, if you had, you're not going to throw it back up. That's in your stomach giving you fucking cancer. It's too late. <laughs> You've ate metal. But it's all the grotty sludge that's in the Brillo pad that's swirling around your cabbage. Yeah. It is utterly disgusting, that. Yeah. And them sandwiches, boiled egg sandwiches with cig cigash. <laughs> How do you fucking act? Because she would have been cooking over the stove, fucking hanky on the head, cig in her mouth, fucking just drunk, cracking, <laughs> like, eggs into a pan. What, is it egg butties? Boiled egg butties, yeah. 
That's disgusting in its fucking self, <laughs> innit? The smelliest, mingingest sandwich that is. With egg butters. And then you go and make it even worse by just dropping your cig ash in because <laughs> you're cooking with a fucking cig and give out, out your mouth like dot cotton or something. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But then again, I don't like egg butties. And do you know, you're I thought a maniac egg, if you do. I thought egg in a cup were one of your favourite meals. Yeah, the egg. It has to be in a fucking cup, of course. <laughs> but the bread ruins it. No, you can dip bread into the egg in a cup, but you can't have it on a butter. Why? What's the difference? Because it's gone cold for a fucking kickoff. Yeah, you, yeah. Fair point. The coldness is where the stench comes out. I mean, you're you're a food critic. What? <laughs> yeah. What would you give that? This is what the fuck? I wouldn't. What is it? Oh, three. Yeah, it's a shit. It's a zero. Isn't it? It's an obvious zero. Harsh. This next this next story it's about his one of his early jobs, and it shows his thoughts on eating meat, vegetarianism, veganism. Well, I I know that he worked in a slaughterhouse. He's not going to be keen on vegetarians, is he? Uh, well, you'd be surprised. He's a he's a complicated man. All right, okay. I was a natural at killing animals. They say that when the average person sees the inside of a slaughterhouse, they become a vegetarian. Not me. Having said that, though, it was an education. I quickly learned that there aren't any little nugget-shaped chickens or little hamburger-shaped cows. Animals are big fucking smelly things. I think that anyone who eats meat should visit a slaughterhouse at least once in her life. Just to see what goes on. It's a bloody filthy putrid fucking business. The slaughterhouse that hired me was in Digbeth, one of the older parts of Birmingham. My first job was the puke remover. They showed me to this big pile of sheep's stomachs in the corner and I had to cut them open one by one and remove all of the puke from inside. <laughs> I was throwing up like a son of a bitch the entire first day and it didn't get any better for a long time. I threw up every hour or so. For a solid four weeks, my stomach muscles were on fire, man. Sometimes the other guys would have a laugh by giving me the stomach of a condemned animal like a crippled old sheep that was unfit for human consumption <laughs> or something. One time I picked up this dodgy stomach and it just burst in my hands, all this fucking possum blood squirting onto my face. They all thought that was extremely fucking funny. <laughs> so much for like keeping this PG. <laughs> <laughs> Puke remover. I never knew that was a job. <laughs> Puke remover, yeah. I don't think that was how the job was advertised. It's <laughs> <laughs> just give himself that title, I know. I suppose they've got to do that, though, haven't they, with sheep stomachs? You've got to get rid of all the gunk inside. It's not puke until it comes out. Digested matter, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. No, he just wants to call it that because he's fucking into puking <laughs> pretty much every story he mentions puking every yeah. one of these stories he does that fucking thing about 
old stomach from a crippled sheep. Oh, man. <laughs> that is grim, isn't it? And that's like, that's a bit of a practical joke they're playing on in there. Oh, man. It's just like frail old diseased stomachs just exploding in his hand. <laughs> ah, I got you. <laughs> We're just like, hey. Hey, fucking hell, guys. <laughs> you got me there just covered in like rancid gunk. <laughs> This next story, we we find out what his favourite food is. Yeah. Do you want to have a guess before I go into it? Yeah, maybe like kind of bacon or just like... I imagine him really liking jerky if he went to America on his first tour. He'd probably like to chew on beef jerky. Oh, okay. That's interesting you say that because this is an American food. It's not jerky, but yeah, read, read on. Uh, boy, Sharon, fucking... <laughs> I like the monkey. <laughs> <laughs> I thought America was fabulous. Take pizza, for example. For years I've been thinking, I wish someone would invent a new kind of food. (laughs) In England, it was always fucking egg and chips, fucking sausage and chips, fucking pie and chips, (laughs) anything and chips. After a while, it just got boring, you know. But you couldn't exactly order a shaved parmesan and rocket salad in Birmingham in the early 70s. If it didn't come out of a deep fat fryer, no one knew what the fuck it was. But then in New York, I discovered pizza. It blew my mind wide fucking open. (laughs) I would buy 10 or 20 slices a day. And then, when I realised you could get a great big pizza off yourself, I started ordering them wherever we went. I couldn't wait to get back home and tell all my mates. There's this incredible new thing. It's America, and it got pizza. (laughs) (laughs) It's American, and it's called pizza. It's like bread, but it's better than any bread you've tasted in your life. I even tried to recreate a New York pizza for Thelma one time. I made some dough, then I got all these cans of beans and pilchards (laughs) and olives and shit and put them on top. It must have been about 50 quid's worth of gear. But after, like, ten minutes, it just came dribbling out of the oven. It was like somebody had been sick in there. (laughs) Thelma just looked at it and went, I don't think I like pizza, John. (laughs) John? That was his name. Not Chris and Ozzy. No. (laughs) John, that's disappointing. John Michael Osborne, yeah. That fucking pizza he made. I'd love to see that. Just fucking, just dough with a load of beans and pilchards <laughs> on it. It's fucking minging. Fifteen quid's worth of gear, and that was like you know the seventies. Yeah, that must be like forty quid's worth of food now. <laughs> what did he fucking do? <laughs> pilchards. That's the worst topping for a pizza. I can just think of. He was trying to think of anchovies, anchovies wasn't it? Yeah. but he just didn't know what. The- <laughs> Beans? He's, he's never had a pizza with beans on. What's yeah, he he's thinking out? tomato sauce. He's not got any. <laughs> so he's just like, well, beans have got tomato sauce in. Just maybe <laughs> sieving out a few of the beans, but not having a sieve. 
For years I've been thinking I wish someone had invented a new kind of food. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a really deep thought. Just sick right. of egg and chips and pie and chips. Oh, he said he was buying like 20 slices a day until he realised you could buy a big one. <laughs> that blew his head wide open. I mean, how many pizza places did he go to before he noticed that these slices come from a hole? <laughs> you know, when you put that full thing in pizza oven, can you do that? But put it all together. Yeah, of course we fucking can. <laughs> we make it in a big circle and then we cut it up. It wouldn't be any better than buying ten separate slices. He's <laughs> just got a load more food. They're just in one box instead of a few different ones. <laughs> what we should do is rec- we'll, we'll make that pizza. We should do a video and then make that pizza and eat it. The one with the pilchards and yeah, the okay. I'm fucking up for that. beans. Yeah, let's let's go video. There's a few more bits of food we can try. We can do an Aussie meal, full meal. So we'll have his pizza and his cigarette ass sandwiches. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not looking forward to that. Actually. I shouldn't have suggested that. Anyway. Right. Anyway, another pizza story here. <coughs> Ooh, oh, Sharon, fucking <laughs> I like the monkey. <laughs> We were going from New York to somewhere a long way further down the East Coast. So we'd get up early, even though we'd had a big night. Dave kept complaining that he'd eaten a dodgy pizza before going to bed. It tasted like rat's piss, he said. (laughs) So, I'm sitting in the passenger seat at 7 or 8 o'clock in the morning. Bleary-eyed and hungover, Bill's crashed out on the back, and Dave's driving along with his funny look on his face. I wind down the window and light up a fag, and look over and see Dave turning green. You all right, Dave, I said, blowing smoke into the cabin. Yeah, I'm... uh, And then he lost it there. He threw up all over the dashboard and these half-digested lumps of cheese and dough and tomato sauce started to dribble into the air vents and onto my box of cigarettes. Just the sight and the smell were enough to make me come out in sympathy. Oh no, I said, dive, I think I'm going to... <laughs> so now there were two stomachfuls of vomit all over the inside of the van. The smell was fucking abominable. <laughs> <laughs> it's not really a food story, is it? I just liked it. It's, it's a follow-on from the last pizza story. Yeah, tastes like rat piss. Piss, rat piss. I, 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 I can't imagine that. I can't imagine pizza ever tasting like piss, let alone rat's piss. Yeah. Like, even really bad pizza never tastes like piss. Well, but vinegary cheese. With farts. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're doing another Aussie. Here's Aussie's thoughts on booze. Booze. This is when he was living in America. Moved over to this mansion in Bella. Fucking Sharon! <laughs> Fucking... I like the monkey! Sharon! I'd brought over these party cans of best bitter from my local bozer. Each can held five pints, and you could fit six of them in one suitcase. It was like taking coal to Newcastle, but we didn't care because we missed a good old English point. 
we'd sit there by the pool in 90 degree sunshine, kowtow to our minds, drinking stale brummy piss and looking out over Bel Air. <laughs> Proper grotty bastard, isn't it? Each can held five pints. How big is... What? Is that... What? Five pint can. That can't be real, that. <laughs> I've heard of them party, party cans. Party cans. Five pint parties you can. What? Sitting by the pool in LA with one of them, <laughs> it's going to go flat and warm in, like, minutes, and you're going to have four pints left <laughs> yeah. of warm, flat, pissy... Bitter. <laughs> it's not like they didn't have beer in America. I know, but he wanted his bloody best bitter. I love that image though, just with one of their massive cans looking out over Bella. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just it looks like hold it like on his lap. It's just like a barrel shot. Yeah, I don't know how you drink it, but just <laughs> just a big barrel chugging it back into his mouth. <laughs> Five pint tinny, just holding it with two two hands. Right, here is thoughts on wine. I was sitting next to Frank Zappa when two waiters burst out of the kitchen, wheeling a massive cake in front of them. The whole restaurant went quiet. You should have seen that cake, man. It was made into the shape of a naked chick with two big icing-covered tits, and her legs were spread wide apart, but the craziest thing about it was that they had rigged up a little pump so champagne was squirting out of her vagina. You could have heard a pin drop in that place until the band finally started to sing America the Beautiful. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> What's this night? <laughs> Then everyone had to have a ceremonial drink of the champagne, starting with Frank. When it was my turn, I took a long gulp, screwed up my face, said, "Uh, tastes like piss. Like, that is complex. How did they do it? Do you think it's true? Do you think they really had a pump that squirted out? Yeah, I think that can be made. It can't be complex, but it can be made. So what would would it just be like squirting it out onto the floor and you just have to get your head there and just stop it, or you could like trigger it by like there's like foot pump underneath so you could like get your head over a crotch and just lap it up. <laughs> yeah, it'll be that one. I like how Ozzy ruins the moment big time. This is this really elaborate, brilliant cake they've made. Yeah, it tastes like piss. <laughs> We learned that Ozzy, big fan of pizza, yeah. and here's one of his other favourite foods coming up. We also had a donkey called Sally, who used to sit in the living room with me and watch Match of the Day. Oh, he doesn't eat the donkey, does he? And a Great Dane and a German Shepherd. Oh, he doesn't eat the dogs, does he? Fucking Ozzy. <laughs> the thing I remember most about those dogs... Is the time I came home from the butchers with some pig's hooves. I put them in a jar on the kitchen table, thinking I could use them in a good old fry-up. But when Sharon walked in the room, she gagged and went, Oh, Ozzy, what the fuck is that smell? And what are those disgusting-looking things on the table? When I told her... She literally retched. Oh, for Christ's sake, Ozzy, she said. I can't eat that. Feed them to the dogs. 
So I gave the hooves to the dogs and they both started to look unwell immediately. Then one puked while the other one hosed down the walls with shit. <laughs> Imagine putting that story in your autobiography. <laughs> you bought some disgusting fucking hooves. He was going to eat them himself. Yeah. And then you give him your dogs and this puking shit <laughs> and Ozzy thinks ah oh, wicked story <laughs> bang, yeah. bang it in that could have been in though he could have been like could have been very ill from them who's why would you want to... I've never heard of who's being a food I've never heard of fucking food I've heard of trotters I mean, pigs trotters and that well, that's them isn't it just feet yeah why is he calling them hooves Wait, does he call them pigs' hooves? Pigs' hooves? Pigs don't have hooves. <laughs> <laughs> There's no reason for him to mention having this donkey who sits in the living room. With oh, him. yeah. Well, she's a match of the day. <laughs> I'm glad that donkey didn't get. I thought he was going to eat that donkey. Right, final story. And this is probably what Ozzy's most well known for. So this is going to be the bat, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, fucking... Jared, <laughs> fucking... I like the monkey. I like the monkey. The gig was going great. The godlike hand was working without any hitches. We'd already hung the midget. What the fuck is going on is that, already? Mad 80s gig, isn't it? Then, from out of the audience came this bat... Obviously a toy, I thought. So I held it up to the lights and bared my teeth with while Randy played one of his solos. The crowd went mental. Then I did what I always did when we got a rubber toy on stage. Jump! Immediately, though, something felt wrong. Very wrong. For the start, my mouth was instantly full of this warm, gloopy liquid with the worst aftertaste you could ever imagine. I could feel it staining my teeth and running down my chin. Then the head in my mouth twitched. Oh, fuck me, I thought. I didn't just go and eat a fucking bat, did I? So I spat out the head. <laughs> I looked over into the wings and saw Sharon with her eyes bulging, waving her hands, screaming, No! It's real, Ozzy! It's fucking real! Next thing I knew, I was in a wheelchair, being rushed into an emergency room. That's fucking bollocks. <laughs> really? Oh, yeah, rabies shots. Yeah, I get rabies. <laughs> Every night, for the rest of the tour, I had to find a doctor and get more rabies shots. One in each arse cheek, one in each thigh, one in each arm. Every one hurt like a bastard. I had more holes in me than a lump of fucking Swiss cheese. But it was better than getting rabies, I suppose. <laughs> I, yeah, I've, I've, he's talked about that loads because like, obviously everyone fucking asked him about it. Yeah. Or everyone did ask him about it in every interview since for like 10 years. And... Um, yeah, I heard one where he said, someone asked him what it tastes like, and he said, it was just really salty. Ugh. It's really salty. Blood isn't salty. Yeah, Blood's it metallic. Is. Anyway, I reckon that saltiness <sighs> is just from the dirty fucking fluff of a, of a bat's head. 
all the hair from it. It's got greasy, oily, sweaty, sewage, whatever. (laughs) That's the saltiness. So he's saying that this bat was live, the head was twitching in his mouth. But I didn't think he was alive. Like, how would you get a live bat into a gig? If I had a bag with me and I was going into a Black Sabbath gig, I'd expect you to get searched for booze. So they immediately open the top of it and this bat comes flying out. <laughs> and then Ozzy picks it and up. Ozzy just picks it up thinks it's a plastic tie. Because he bites every plastic tie that comes in. <laughs> yeah, what the fuck? It does sound bollocks. Yeah, it probably is bollocks, isn't it? So, would you like to go for a meal with Ozzy? I reckon, yeah. Alright, yeah. I mean, what do I have to eat one of the things that he talks about? Because I don't think I'd want to eat any of them apart from the the nice pizza that he has. Do you think he'd be a good guest, a good dining partner? No, I think he's like... I've seen interviews with him. He's really hard work. <laughs> he's usually like in his own little world. He'll say something funny every so often, but they won't be like a constant... You know, I'm at a meal with him for fucking three hours... And, like, I can't get any conversation out of him. <laughs> but by the end of it, I've got two sentences that he said that are funny. It'd be a pain in the arse. It'd be it? a pain in the arse, but then I've got, as he said, this one thing to me. And I can tell people that. Yeah, I'd do it. I'd put myself to that. Would you like him to cook for you? Would you like him to cook pig hooves for you? No. <laughs> <laughs> so what have we learned about Ozzy? Even after his fame and he can afford to eat whatever he wants, he doesn't like nice things. He doesn't like sparkling wine and fancy stuff. Because yeah. that hoof stuff, that's after Sharon, so that's, you know, that's Multi- the 80s. That's yeah. when he met her, isn't it? Multi-millionaire by that point, living in a mansion <laughs> <laughs> with a big jar of hooves on his table. Yeah, I'd definitely go for a meal with him. Yeah, I think it'd be fun. I'd ask him about that donkey. (laughs) Match of the day. So we talked about booze before. Well, he was a big fan of Guinness. Yeah, I can imagine Ozzy liking Guinness. Classic old man drink, innit? Yeah. Well, he's talking about what he used to wear on stage. He said, I used to wear spandex trousers and big long coats studded with rhinestones. He said he's not embarrassed about those, but he is embarrassed by how bloated he was. And in his own words, I was a fat, boozy, pizza-eating fuck. You should have seen my face. It was fucking massive. <laughs> it talks here about being on tour in Zurich. Went to a posh Swiss cafe yeah. and had a competition to see who could eat the most banana splits. And he reckons he ate 25 before the owner chucked him out. <laughs> and he says at the end, could have had a couple more too. I mean, why would the owner chuck him out? Oh, by the way. Probably because he was vomiting. Enjoying his food. Yeah, he probably was just spewing it back up off the floor. (laughs) Forgot to put that bit in. (laughs) Said about vomiting so much. Just because I kept buying so many. What happened to the ones you were buying? Oh, just fucking throwing them up all over my legs. (laughs) I think that's why he chucked you out. Oh, yeah, I suppose. Could be. Oh, fucking no. Sharon! (laughs) There you go. Thanks for listening to episode one of this spin-off series famous food times <laughs> famous food times well that's great you really did display your culinary knowledge there didn't you <laughs> talking about fucking pig hooves and shut up man pizza. <laughs> this will give me the credibility kudos to, to write for the times <laughs> we're gonna do another one of these yeah or... we'll, do, we'll do a couple of little mini series I reckon until we get back to the shagging 
Yeah, we'll, we'll get back to Shaggy. We want to do something for the kids, man. Something, something for your, your grands and your kids. Yeah, because this was really, really nice, easy listen, wasn't it, for mums? I'll definitely be showing this to my mum. What, why? What, what upset you? Like, they've exploding stomachs and all them fucking... <laughs> Sigash, it's a squeamish man. Oh. You've eaten worse anyway. You're the dirtiest bastard I know. What's food. the worst thing that I've eaten? The fucking pesto. You made your own pesto. Yeah. Tell me about it. What what was it? Um, olive oil, crushed pine nuts and bullshit. <laughs> it fucking was absolute bollocks. It what was, was it sauce from beans. <laughs> Saved. <laughs> And some fucking chopped up grass from some outside stuck It wasn't grass, it was whatever like condiments my mum had given me that was in the cupboard. Do you know what we've got coming up? Yeah, who's who's gonna be in the next one? Uh, Lemmy. Alright, yeah. I know we've already done it for shagging and now it's time for Lemmy. Lemmy teaching us about food. He's gonna be the same as Ozzy, isn't he? Just meat. All these rockers. I'll be honest with you, man, I've, I've just chosen the most disgusting one. Yeah, so we're doing, uh, coming up, got, like I said, we've got Lemmy and we've got Sean Ryder, another fave. He didn't really go on about shagging much in his book, but he goes on about food a lot. Yeah. Much more into food than shagging. Good. Um, so, tune in next time for Famous Food Times. I've been Dom. I've been Ian. And thanks for listening. Nom, 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 nom. You can still follow us. At Famous First Times. On Instagram. And on Facebook. And give over on Twitter and YouTube. And that's where we'll put the video of us eating these foods if we make that. So yeah, like we said, we're going to do an Aussie banquet, a five-course Aussie tasting menu, and we're going to cook it and eat it. So expect that at some time in the next year. Yeah. It'll go on YouTube, there'll be a, a lot of bits on Instagram and Twitter. All right, cheers. cheers.